Welcome to the Persistence You podcast with Lisbeth, and that's you as in university. But we're much more of a community here. I'm your host, Lisbeth Meredith, author, speaker, and online teacher. Each week, I'll be delivering stories from amazing survivors and strivers, all threaded together with a dose of persistence. So glad you're listening. Welcome, persisters and brothers, to another episode of Persistence You. Today, I have Trenton Hudson with me, and I'm so honored that he is. I just got an excellent package in the mail recently from the company he runs, and I'll let him talk a little bit more about what that is. But Trenton is an entrepreneur, a cartoonist, and a comedian. He worked with Comedy Central, Showtime, LOL Network, and other great names in entertainment as well. But the incredible story started a little bit before all of that. So Trenton, thank you so much for being here. I'm honored to have you. And please tell us about that pivotal day when your story of persistence really began. Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, Elizabeth, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to join you on your podcast today. Um, Yeah, so the the story you're kind of referencing right now, uh, when I was 20 years old, I woke up on a Sunday morning, a little bit of chest pain, didn't really think much of it. Just I honestly got up and walked it off and then laid back down and it came back. And it just kind of started getting worse and worse. Um, and then actually, you know, it didn't even start with chest pain. I, I My arm, my right arm was like, it felt kind of dead and kind of like there was a nerve pinch. I thought I slept on it wrong. Okay. So I got up and I walked that off and then laid back down, came back immediately as soon as I laid down and got back into resting mode. And then, then my <laughs> chest kind of had a little pressure and... I almost went to work that day. <laughs> I didn't really think much wow. of it because it wasn't super painful. Um, but you I, were I, 20. So yeah, what yeah, did no, go wrong? I'm You're I'm 20 like, years old. I'm like, I'm fine. I slept on my arm wrong something. I don't know. P- p- pinch the nerve. It's causing all kinds of issues. But yeah, so I ended up actually going to the hospital and um, they admit me and they looked inside my chest and said, You're having a heart attack. So at, at 20 years old, I had a heart attack and um, quite a quite a life changing experience. It, it it changes your perspective on everything when, you know, a lot of 20 year olds and even me before this, you know, you, you don't think about the the time of your life, like on an actual like, you don't think about it being finite. You just think about it, you know, you, you don't even think about it at all. Or I didn't anyway. But right. you know, when, you're, when you're forced to contemplate your mortality when you're that young and you know, you're laying in a hospital bed for a week and you don't know why this happened, what's going to happen next. What's my long-term outlook look like on something like this um, is very, very, yeah, it just changes everything about the way you think about the world and time and your, your journey and how truly precious time is. And um, so, yeah, I had a heart attack. Um, I actually have two aneurysms in my LAD so for those listening, if you don't know what an aneurysm is exactly, it's essentially when the wall of your artery weakens. And so instead of it being like a tube, it'll kind of balloon a little bit and the blood doesn't flow straight through there. It'll kind of tumble through there a little bit and it'll cause a clot. So oh. that's what caused my heart attack. And then 15 months later, I had another heart attack. Oh, So I'm 21 years old, had two heart attacks, two aneurysms in my LAD, both of them closed up. The bottom half of my LAD, there's no blood flowing through there at all. Typically, okay. that's the end of it. That's that's you're done after that. That's the end of your life. Um, the LAD is actually called the Widowmaker. 
um, because typically you have a heart attack in that region of your heart, things don't end well. But in my particular case, luckily, prior to my first heart attack, my heart had already detected that there's something going on in here that's not right. So it developed these feeder arteries around it. So the bottom, oh. yeah, the bottom left half of my heart, my heart developed arteries to get blood to that portion of my heart. So there's no blood flowing through the bottom half of my LAD. And I didn't even know that was possible until it happened to me. It's incredible what the human body is capable of. So yeah, literally, and and now, so in the LAD is like a good size artery. My heart developed a bunch of little small ones around it, right? To get that blood there. Uh-huh. And my heart now, completely normal function. Um, I saw my cardiologist about a year ago and we did every test in the book. We did an ultrasound. We did um, the CT scan with like 3D imaging. We did a treadmill test. We did everything. And he was basically telling me how lucky I was because my heart has completely normal function. Um, when you have a heart attack, wow. whatever damage is done to your heart is done and you do not recover from that. Your heart will not repair. It will not heal. Whatever is there is there. Um, luckily in my case, two heart attacks, almost no damage. It's even like really difficult to find on an ultrasound. And so when my, uh, wow. tech was, you know, doing the ultrasound and we're sitting here talking about it, um, he finds it and he goes, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, like you said that kind of alarming. <laughs> um, and he goes, Uh-oh. he goes, Oh no, sorry. I meant that in a good way. It's like, this was almost impossible to find. He said, you've probably had ultrasounds where they couldn't even find it. And I'm like, yeah, I have. It's like, no, you're super lucky. I meant it like that. Like you are so, so lucky. And my cardiologist told me the same thing. Um, wow. Like, yeah, you're, you're That's terrific. So, yeah. I'm, I'm so blessed. And, you know, to go through something like that and then have completely normal heart function. And my cardiologist told me like, long-term prognosis. He said, I'm not worried about you with anything. He said, live your life. Um, I mean, obviously like live right. And, you know, don't, don't eat bad and do things like this that I was already doing anyway. But essentially he was like, continue living the life you've been living. Cause I have always like worked out, taking care of myself and eat fairly healthy. And now, now I eat like really healthy, but, um, yeah. I'm, what I'm do you so avoid quiet. just out of curiosity? What are you avoiding? I, I, typically don't eat anything that has a ton of ingredients listed on it. If there's anything in it that I don't know what it is, I don't need it. I try to keep my okay. sugar to a minimum. I don't, I mean, I eat a ton of fruits and vegetables and that's what mostly fruits, vegetables, nuts, legumes. That's the majority of my diet. Um, I, I do eat meat. Um, I eat a lot of fish, a little bit of chicken, a right. li- li- little bit of red meat. I keep the red meat pretty, pretty mild, but I mean, I'm from the Midwest, so I mean, I, I love me a good burger and a steak. Like, there's nothing better than a good cheeseburger to me. Like, a good cheeseburger. I'm not talking about In-N-Out, like everyone else in California where I live is obsessed with. And In-N-Out's cool, but I'm talking like a real good burger that's just beef and not all the whatever they put in their fast food at every fast food restaurant in America. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I try to eat as natural as, natural as possible. Um, so, essentially, if it doesn't come from the earth, I probably don't eat it. Um, and now I will, you know, bend the rules a little bit every now and then. I I like dessert like anyone else. Um, but, uh, I've actually gotten super good at making healthy desserts over the course of the pandemic. So I make really good cookies. I make really good brownies. I'm working on right now, another dessert that's not yet perfected, but it's getting there. It's going to be basically like the Girl Scout cookies, the, um, the Samoas or the Caramel Delights. Oh my. And it's going to be like that, except a healthy version. So it's sugar-free. Um, I usually substitute honey instead of sugar. Um, 
so yeah i'm I'm just kind of like i'm on a mission to see how long i can live especially you know with my heart thing and so i've done a decent amount of you know what helps and what doesn't and and also it's like everyone is so different with their bodies that you know one diet for somebody may not be great for anyone else you know i I know people that are like on the carnivore diet i know people that are vegan i know people that try to eat vegan and it made them sick i know people that have you know experimented with other diets keto paleo whatever it is and it didn't work for them and i know people who saw like amazing success on it so you know, I think in, in my case, especially, and I, th- I think in anyone's case, it's just, you know, paying attention to your body and listening to it and seeing how your body responds to certain foods. Um, and, and yeah, just, just listen and paying attention and, you know, your body will tell you what it likes and what it doesn't. And if it likes it, then keep eating it. If you're, if your body is rejecting meat or meat is making you feel whatever it is, um, then avoid it. But if you feel good eating meat, I feel great whenever I eat a burger or a steak, but I also don't you know, get my burgers from McDonald's. I get like the the beef straight from the grocery so that they package there and it's just meat and I come home and cook it myself. Um, so yeah, I just try to eat as natural as possible. And that's for me, that's what it is. And I think the the toughest thing for me was I quit drinking milk because um, I used to drink a ton of milk, but there, and I quit drinking it and it, it didn't really have anything to do with the dairy because everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't have dairy and this and that. Well, it's like, my body responds fine to it, but I quit drinking milk because they put so much sugar in it. A, a typical okay. a typical glass of milk, like the milk you buy at the grocery store, has right. 10 to 14 grams of sugar per cup, which is a lot. Wow. It's a lot. So It's like your dessert. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is why it goes so good with dessert. Like milk and cookies or milk and a brownie, like milk and your dessert, they were made for each other. But uh, yeah, now I, now I mostly drink like unsweetened almond milk and things like that. So yeah, for me, sugar is like the only thing that I really avoid. Um, I, I just try to avoid that and anything else that's like any, any kind of filler, any kind of most of the stuff that like if it's made in a factory, I try not to really eat it. If it's, it's like got all those added ingredients, you know, so sure. Things we can't even pronounce too many yeah, letters. That, that's, that's, all the thing. Things. that's the thing. If, if it's, if it's something I can't pronounce, I'm like, I probably don't need it. Right. <laughs> Now tell me about what this did for your love of coffee though. Yeah. So I, coffee I, for I, me is like something I would take intravenously in Alaska. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah. have like two coffee shops per city block. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. see, I, I, I love coffee. I love the smell of it. I love the taste of it. And even after my heart attacks, I was still drinking coffee for, for a while. Um, it's something I gave up more so recently and, um, and every now and again, I still might have a cup of regular coffee, but never more than one and never two days in a row. And honestly, probably never even twice a week. I uh, I try to keep it to a minimum. The last time I bought coffee was I was driving all the way to the Bay, which like from L.A. to Oakland is like a five and a half hour drive. So the last time I had a cup of coffee was on the way back from there. Um, uh-huh. But um yeah, so the the caffeine gives me chest pain. Otherwise, I'd still be drinking coffee. Um, so I happen to be one of those people who kind of will look at what I can do with my food waste. And I noticed I was throwing away a lot of date seeds. So okay. I just Googled, what can I do with these? And, and I'll do that for other things. I've Googled, like, what can I do with avocado pits? Because, so, I, you know, all these things I just throw away. I'm like, there's got to be a use for it, something I can do with it. Um, turns out you can turn date seeds into coffee. And, um, so I started making it for myself and I really loved it. I got tired of making it for myself. I wanted to buy it in the store, but I couldn't find it. 
So I kind of saw the opportunity to fill that void and also provide this product that I love for other people who may either have heart conditions or, you know, there's a lot of people who shouldn't have caffeine, you know, like my dad is a type two diabetic. He shouldn't have it. Pregnant women. Um, there's a lot of people and then, and this is like safe for all of them. Um, it's, it's, there's so many benefits and it. it's, it's great for your digestion. It's great for your brain health. It's great for your skin. Um, it's rich in antioxidants, um, fiber. It's not acidic. It's not going to give you acid reflux like coffee does for some people I know. Um, and then probably a handful of other things I'm not remembering also, <laughs> but, uh, right. but, but it's called Korma. You can, you can look up Korma date coffee and look on our website and there's a handful of, it talks about, um, our story, why I started, which is kind of what I just went into about the heart attack. And, you know, I gave up caffeine and it's got a lot of health uh, facts and things like that. So yeah, I just wanted to be able to help, help people who are in similar situations as me, whether you can't have caffeine or maybe you just want to cut back. Like my mom, for instance, used to drink a whole pot of coffee every day. Every morning she would drink a whole pot of coffee. And she did this for years. And now she has one cup of coffee and then she drinks Korma the rest of the morning. And she said she still has like the sustained energy like she did when she was drinking coffee, but she doesn't have the crash in the afternoon. She doesn't have the caffeine headaches anymore. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to be able to provide something that was good that I love and hopefully other people will love it too and find it as useful as I did. And so far it's been great and it took off a little bit faster than I even thought it would. And so I'm just glad that I can, yeah, I'm just glad that I can help, you know, I mean, obviously like being in charge of the company is cool and like like working for yourself for me anyway is like great. Like I love it. Although there's a lot of stress that comes with it, but I mean, honestly, like being able to help people and like some of the reviews we get and some of the, just comments we get from people that are saying, you know, I've, I saw a comment the other day that was like, I've been looking for something like this for like three years. Thank you for providing this. And I'm like that, that is just like the richest like gift that I can get is knowing that the product that I love that I made to help myself is also, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving to other people what I was able to give to myself. And that's what I really wanted to do with this. And our, our coffee is, you know, it's, uh, Come, comes from organic date farms in uh, the United States. And our products are, like like I was saying, there will never be anything in here that I can't pronounce. And it's, it's just coffee. And the classic blend has a little bit of chicory in it to give it a little more of a bold coffee flavor. And there's also a lot of health benefits of chicory also. And uh, if anyone listening is in New Orleans, you probably are familiar. It's like a really popular chicory coffee is a really sure. popular drink in New Orleans. Um, so it's been around for a while, but it's not like that utilized across the whole United States. But yeah, I just really wanted to be able to give give people something that was great that I loved. And there were, like our whole brand is, our identity is, this is healthy. We will never add anything, no artificial ingredients, no artificial flavors, no no nothing. It's just coffee and chick or just date seeds and chicory root. And like we have a toasted coconut flavor. There's no artificial coconut flavoring. It's literally just roasted date seeds and coconut. And that's it. That's all that's in it. And so everything wow. that we use, like I use myself and I stand behind it. And it's something that, like I said, I, I was making it for myself and I just wanted to be able to share it with the world. So, and, and that'll, our, our brand integrity will never waver. It'll never, you'll never have to worry about anything like that. And also sorry to disappoint kind of in that same realm, we will never have a vanilla flavored Korma. <laughs> we just won't because real vanilla is too expensive you don't want to pay $40 for your bag of coffee because that's what right. it, would, it would, it would cost 40 to $45 at least for us to sell you a bag of 
coffee with real vanilla in it and artificial vanilla is artificial. So we're not going to use right. it. So uh, I think that is so fantastic. I was talking to a friend of mine about your story this weekend mm-hmm. and she said, Oh, Tell him I want to have hot chocolate. Last year during the holidays, we had a peppermint mocha date okay. coffee that was tasted kind of like a mint hot chocolate. And it was so good. So good. See, and I, I, I even had a couple of people you. reach out and they're like, yo, let me know when that is almost gone. Cause I want to get another bag before it's gone. Oh, and I love like, it. It is it is it was really good. So we're we're probably gonna have that again this holiday season, um cl- closer to Christmas. Okay. I think that is so terrific. And it's also a great thing that you a lot of people will have a health setback, especially a young person. Like I've known some yeah. terribly ill young people who mm-hmm. because when you're young, you often think that you'll survive indefinitely. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, you got definitely. this. Yeah. And so they might not always listen to what their body needs. They might not yeah. listen to medical professionals. They might not take it mm-hmm. seriously. And I think it's just great that you've really made it your mission to not just live healthy and live so you can live longer, mm-hmm. but that you bring this to other people that mm-hmm. these opportunities like coffee, that's fantastic yeah. to have yeah. coffee that like, helps with digestion and skin and antioxidants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty terrific. Yeah, fiber, brain health. It, it's so good for you. And like I said, it's safe for pregnant women, like nursing mothers, all that. People who are diabetic, heart conditions, whatever it is. Like we, we haven't seen or even been able to find like any evidence of it being detrimental in any way, even even from other people's research and things like that. Like we haven't come across any negative effects of it. Um, so, you know, to be able to provide something that's so, so good for you it's like this is right up my alley because i'm i'm on a mission to live as long as i can and i you know try to you know help help those people i can and give like people ask me like what are you doing this and that it's like well first of all i eat healthy like what you eat is like a huge thing but also even more important than what you eat is what you think your 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 mind and your thoughts have a bigger impact on your lifelong longevity a bigger impact than diet exercise and even smoking wow so it's pretty amazing. I, yeah. Yeah. And, and I literally tell myself every day, I'm going to live beyond a hundred years old. I'm going to, I'm going to be youthful forever. I'm going to be young forever. I'm going to live a long, long, healthy life. And doing things like that has a bigger impact on your, on your longevity than what you eat and even smoking, which is like really surprising to me that just telling yourself I'm healthy, I'm healing. I'm always going to be young, youthful, and I'm going to live a long, healthy life. That's more beneficial than quitting smoking <laughs> if, if, wow. if you're a smoker, right. um, which, yeah, that, that took me by surprise. But, you know, I came across recently, I saw this couple who were like in their sixties, like late sixties. And they looked like they could easily pass for early forties. <clears throat> and the interviewer was asking them what their secret was. And the guy said, I just tell myself I'm going to be young forever. And it's been working out pretty good. <laughs> like, damn, I love you're, it. you're just telling yourself you're going to be young and live a long time and live a long, healthy life. And like, okay, I, nah, that's, that's some advice I, I need. Cause that seems to be, you know, if, if it's working for you, it'll work at least to some degree for everybody else. So if you combine that with, you know, a pretty healthy diet and exercise, like I hit the gym about five, six days a week. Wow. And, um, yeah, I, like that. That's part of my thing. Is I I wake up early. I, I'm a five a.m. type of person. 
which I used to not be at all. I was more like the stay up till five. I was always a night person. I was always <laughs> up till three, four o'clock in the morning. And then I'd sleep till 10, 11, you know, whatever. I'd still get, you know, like my regular seven hours. Um, but yeah, I'd be up all night and it was cool. But now I'm at a point where I, I like to get up. I meditate. I do like these Wim Hof breathing techniques. And then I work out. I eat a little bit and then I work out. And for me, it's like the meditation, I love to do it. It puts me in a good mind state for the whole day and the working out I have to do. Um, so to, to get all that done before anyone else is even awake, uh, it just made, made everything easier for me, made everything flow, made, made my days, my days are better. And like, I'm a human. I don't always get up at 5 a.m. I did today. I had quite a few days last week where I didn't make it. After I had like such a good, I was on like such a good roll. I was getting up at five every, every day, even on the weekends for a while. And then you, and then, you know, you have like one day where you slip and then you get kind of comfortable. And then you like got to get back into that mindset of like, okay, I, I like getting up at five. I want to get up at five so that I can do all the right. things that I want to do. Um, Cause otherwise, you know, you put it off till the afternoon and something will come up. Something will always come up and it's going to take you away from what you wanted to do. And, or it does for me anyway, something is always going to come up. And so now, now nothing comes up before 8 a.m. So I can get all these, all the important things done before most everyone else is even awake and really got their day rolling. So that's kind of like part of my, part of my health routine for that. That keeps my mental health, my mental health sharp and keeping your mental health sharp allows you to keep anything else sharp and keep going and be disciplined about, you know, if, if you are going to eat healthier, whatever it is and, yeah, it all, it all starts with with your mindset. I love it. I think, and your mindset, it's it's so good because you're not just talking fluffy sort of like, I will be rich, I will be rich, I will be rich and doing nothing behind it. You're actually setting your mindset, <laughs> yeah. but then doing, then showing up yeah. to do the work. Whether yeah, you yeah, like absolutely. Not, yeah, yeah, you have so to. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise you're just kind of wishing on nothing. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So you, yeah, you got you to you implement both. But yeah, just the, the speaking it, amplifies the action like by by so much and and vice versa and and acting on it amplifies the the speaking of it and then you're just in this like perpetual cycle of wanting to be great and improve and that that's what it is for me like i i grew up in the middle of nowhere from a really poor family and we didn't have like hardly anything growing up like we we lived in a little house for a while like it was me and my mom and my brothers in a two-bedroom house and like we literally had like a couple buckets in the kitchen one in the dining room catching leaks from the roof and so i just knew like and, and we were only there for a couple of years but you know that was part of the journey and then we still were not like in like a great financial situation at all and like i, I grew up like tough you know right. and so right. I, I just you know wanted i always knew that th- this wasn't for me and the town that I grew up in wasn't for me. And it was great for the people who are there that love it. But, you know, the, the small town life wasn't for me at all. It just wasn't. And so I, I love the big city. I grew up in a town of 1,200 people. And I always knew, like, L.A. or New York, I want to be there. I want to be around the other people who are are, are dream chasing and trying to make things okay. happen that they want to happen and living the life they want to live. And, and that's not for everyone. Like I know, I know a ton of people in Los Angeles that would probably be more happy in a small town. And I know a ton of people in small towns that would probably be happy in big cities. So I've always been one of those people, like I'm going to live where I want to live and I'm not going to let anyone else like kind of, I, I have most of my family is in Missouri and I miss them dearly. I do have one of my mm-hmm. brothers in Los Angeles with me, um, but I'm not going to live in Missouri 
and live a life that I don't want to live so that I can see my family more often. You know, my, my goal is really to get things moving with the coffee really well so that I can be wherever I want, whenever I want and just kind of do things remotely. And then, then I can still be in Missouri anytime I want, anytime I choose. Like that's my goal. Like my family, I have four brothers and we're all super close. We're best friends. So to, to not be around them all the time, whenever I want is like motivation for me to work harder and make that happen. And I just, you know, want to, but to get to that point, is like I so I saw this quote one time and it was I'll probably butcher it here, but bear with me. It, it was essentially the, uh, the 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 best thing about becoming a millionaire isn't the money; it's who you have to become to be that. Oh. And now, granted, I'm not even close to a millionaire yet, but I do believe I'm on the right path and I'm you know in in the right direction and things are moving towards that and things are going really good. But for me, it's like that's all great. And money is great. What you can do with it and the things you can do and what you can give and make happen with money is amazing. But also for me, even more than that is like who, who I'm becoming as a person. Like I would have never been getting up at 5am if I wasn't like on this path that I'm on and being disciplined with what I eat and the, the media that I consume. And I, I, I keep the negativity away from me as much as I can, which is really hard to do in this world. And it's easy to get, you know, addicted to your phone and the social media and the mindless scrolling and whatever it is. But when you're like, you find yourself on this mission that you're dedicated to, you just get in this, like, it's like, it's like, it's like Tom Brady, right? So I, I look up to Tom Brady a lot and I love like what he does and what he embodies. And I know he's like probably the least most popular football player and also maybe the most popular at the same time because he's got like so many Super Bowl rings and all the accolades and this and that. So people kind of get tired of it. But it's like, for me, he's so inspiring because he's literally like in a perpetual cycle of greatness. And one, one act of, you know, being great or winning a Super Bowl or whatever it may be, it, it fuels the next phase of greatness, whatever, whatever that looks like. Even if it's like showing up to training camp, you know, the Super Bowl gets you excited for training camp. The training camp gets you excited for the next, the regular season and whatever it is like. And then, so for me, it's like that, except on, on a micro scale, I'm not out of here winning Super Bowls, and, you know, um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but you you but, have a sense of mission. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, so w- waking up at 5 a.m., and then, you know, doing the things I do and hitting the gym, that motivates me to carry on the rest of my day in the same manner. Um, so, it, and then the rest of your day, it, it fuels, then you're excited to get up the next morning. Right. And then it's, it's, you're just, you're in this cycle and the, the goal is to get stuck in it. Like, that's what I say, like Tom Brady's stuck in it. Tom Brady can't get out of his cycle of greatness, even if he wanted to, he just can't. Because his his mind won't let him. Because if if he stops, his mind is gonna say, "What the f are you doing? Like this isn't us. Go do something great or pursue right. whatever it is that that's next on your list. And you know what, whatever that whatever that looks like, do that. And so that's the goal is to get stuck in it. And I'm I'm not I'm not stuck yet, but I'm I'm almost stuck in it. <laughs> Good. And, you're not oh. squandering anything, any opportunities or the time. It seems yeah. like you're making yeah. the most to make the most positive impact you can Yeah, uh, in your life. And there wasn't, for many of us, when we're somewhere between 19 and 27, 
-hmm. we have a lot of times that we meander and we, we do young people things and we make silly choices and maybe not great relationship choices, not good lifestyle habits. But for you, there was something beautiful about having heart attack one year after the next. That's not the great thing. The heart attack wasn't great, but your response made it Mm -hmm. pretty darn spectacular. And so I'm so glad. I got to give credit. Like in a sense, it was great. Like having a heart attack, It, it changed my perspective on so many things. And, and I'm not going to act like I'm not guilty of squandering opportunities and time. Sure. I'm I'm human. You know, I do that too. Um, not really that much anymore, but yeah, definitely, especially when I was younger and even, even, you know, after the heart attack, I was, you know, still, you, you're young, you're trying to figure things out. I didn't know I wanted to make cartoons. I decided on that when I was 23. Um, the coffee thing started when I was 30. I'm 31 now. Um, so, you know, it's, and like I said, I don't, I don't, there's days where I don't get up at 5am. It happens. I'm, I'm a human. And, but the thing is, whenever I have one of those days where I don't live up to the person that I'm trying to become, if I don't get up at 5am, if I don't hit the gym, if I do something, I, I feel so disappointed in myself that it, it turns into this like whole fuel of, okay, don't do it again. And it's very <laughs> easy. It's very easy to have the opposite reaction. When you're disappointed in yourself, you get in a, it's it's easy to for that to turn into an oh well mentality, right? And th- and right. that happens exactly. too. That happens to me too. I'm not gonna act like it doesn't. Like there there are, it, it's been a while, but there have been a lot of times. Like I've always taken care of myself and been into fitness and worked out and this and that. But there's been lots of times where you get into a slight funk, and then the next thing you know, three months go by and you ain't been in the gym once. It's been quite a while since that's happened to me, but right. that does happen. And, and even now, sometimes I'll, I'll get into a mini funk where it doesn't last three months, but I won't go to the gym for three days. Right. And then I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, I got to get back in the gym because it's when you, it's so easy to make that habit of not going to the gym, sleeping in, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a human. I have those same struggles like anybody else and I'm not going to act like, you know, just because I you know, I'm trying to set myself on this path that it doesn't happen because it does, you know, there's probably not too many people who don't have that struggle. Like th- that's what I'm talking about. Like the, the goal is to get stuck in that perpetual state of greatness. And I'm not stuck yet, but I'm trying to get stuck to where that stuff never happens. Cause I know people that that never happens to them and it's, it's inspiring. And it's like, damn, I'm, I'm working to get there. I, I, I'm, I'm going to get there, but it, getting there. It, it, it takes time. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of energy, and, you know, there's, I got, I got to credit it to so many inspiring people that I've been able to meet. And I, I read a lot. I read a ton of books and I have a subscription to Audible, which if you live in Los Angeles or anywhere else with a ton of traffic, Audible is your new best friend because now I don't even care about <laughs> sitting in traffic anymore. Like in, in LA, it's, it's pretty common for it to take an hour to drive 20, 25 miles. Um, so now that I listen to audiobooks in the car all the time, I find myself every now and again wishing the drive took a little bit longer so I can finish a chapter. Um, so the the commute time doesn't Good. bother me at all anymore because I found a way to be productive. Or if you don't want to pay for the Audible subscription, you can listen to podcasts. I know a lot of people out here that listen to podcasts when they're in traffic. Um, but that goes back to what you, you were saying about squandering your time. And if you live in LA, you spend a lot of time in the car. So for me, I feel like if I'm just in the car doing nothing that's time squandered, but I don't feel that it's right. squandered at all. If I can listen to a podcast or 
listen to a book, whatever, maybe any, anything where I can hear someone else speak who knows a lot more than me, who can give me a little inside advice, anything that's useful, that that's time well spent. So time in the car can be time well spent now with all the resources that we have at our hands. I love that. Now, where can people find out more about you and maybe some of the comedy you've done, but also could you spell Corna and where people can find Corna? Because that's really a huge interest. I'm so proud of you Corma. for doing that. And uh, yeah. yeah, so Corma, so um, it's spelled with a K, Corma. K-O-R-M-A. And it's M Corma. not in. I, I just messed that up. <laughs> I, 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 I corrected you. Yeah, Corma. Um, yeah, you, you can go to Cormacafe.com. Um, you can search Corma Date Coffee on Google. It'll pop up for you. But while I'm holding this, one thing I want to point out real quick. If you want to like start a business or make something happen, just do it because this is what our original bags look like. These are just like okay. some janky coffee bags I bought on Amazon. This is our very first original packing. I bought 50 of these and I'll built take a website. A picture of that because you know this is uh, <laughs> this is the audio. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll hold both of them for you. Like, yes. this is you know the white one is the original, and I just bought 50 of these okay. to start. And you know it was like kind of like a test run to see if it would work. And it did. So I literally took the 50 bags, sold them. Well, I guess 49 because I kept one for myself so I could remember it and keep it as a memento. But yeah, it didn't have a seal on it, like super janky. And but yeah, I just reinvested that money. And then I changed my bag one other time to like a version of this except white. So it was like a nice bag with a seal on it and everything. And then I eventually got rid of white and went to gold. And so, yeah, don't, don't feel like you got, you got to take the time to perfect everything. Cause you can always change it anytime you feel like it. Um, I love yeah, it. So, good, so, good advice. Yeah. So, so cormacafe.com. Cause yeah, I know a ton of people who start businesses and they take forever making sure every little thing is perfect and you don't have to do that. It's better to get, get, get your product out there. Then you can get feedback on it. You can test it. You know, what, what, what if I took all the, all the time to wait until this was perfect and then one one of two things is going to happen. So I didn't. So I started this in like October of last year. These mm-hmm. came out in I think February or maybe January. So January or February. So if I would have waited until I really had everything designed the way I wanted it to, then this is like one. One I would have missed out on the the income of that on on that money that was coming in, right? So that that money allowed me to test other things and you know, reinvest my business and grow. But also what if this fails? What if this doesn't sell? What if people don't want date coffee? What if people literally don't care about it? Then I wasted all this time waiting until this would come out whenever I could have just tested this from the beginning and got, got customer feedback immediately. Um, so right. Time to, time to, time to do it. I mean, it's important yeah, for entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. Just, no, just don't go. wait just, for perfection. Just go. I, um, I saw, I saw a quote from someone. I don't remember who it was someone super successful. Um, but the quote was essentially, he said, I think it was the founder of LinkedIn, but I'm not, a, please don't quote me on that. But he said, if you're not embarrassed by your first rendition of your product, you waited too long to put it out. I love that. I've heard that as well. That is mm-hmm. such a good quote. We're going to have to go in a second, but yeah, yeah I love that. That is a perfect yeah. note to end on. And I'm yeah. glad you didn't wait. I am so yeah. glad you've got Korma yeah, you've out there and people can find your site, Korma, mm-hmm. K-O-R-M-A. Yeah, K-O-R-M-A. And also, 
formacafe.com. I love that. But yeah, I it, think that more, is... more information about like the other stuff, the cartoons and me. Um, the best right. place is just like on my Instagram at Trenton Hudson, and at Riot Comedy is our uh, cartoon production company. Okay. And so th- those two places on Instagram will give you the best. And like, I'm always, I'm an open book. If anyone ever wants to ever ask me any questions, I get people that reach out for advice every now and again. And your best bet is hit me up on Instagram because that'll get you a way faster reply than email ever will. And um, okay. so, yeah, because email inbox, they fill up and then you're like, oh, I'll get to this later. And then later comes around and you still haven't gotten to it. But I feel that way about Instagram. I never really? look at my Instagram. <laughs> well, well, my my email inbox is way more full than my Instagram inbox. So the Instagram inbox right. is like is a handful, and the email inbox right. is like a mix of spam stuff that can be deleted immediately. And then eventually, I get overwhelmed with emails. So right. if it's not like I will mark it with an important star to remember to get back, and if I don't do that, it may get lost in the oblivion that is the email inbox. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, thank you. Thanks for being here. I'm so inspired by all you're doing and I can't uh, wait to see what happens next. And when you get having... that hot chocolate, that date hot chocolate perfected, don't forget to reach out. I'll get it for Shelly. Hey, <laughs> if, 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 if that becomes a thing, you will be the first person I let know. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening today. If you've enjoyed the show, please follow. And if you've really, really enjoyed it, tell a friend and go ahead and give us a review. I'll see you next week. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.